I'm Noah, and you're listening to Product Journey. Hey everybody, it's Noah here again. I am doing a solo podcast. Also going to put this on YouTube, but I'm just going to do a solo episode again. If I have, you know, something to think about, you know, some question to talk about, something that I've seen you guys ask maybe on Twitter or somewhere, I think I'm more likely, you know, that that's what gives me some ideas of things to do on these episodes. So if you have a question, feel free to DM me on Twitter or leave a, a comment on YouTube. Um, because in this episode, we're going to talk about how I think about ideas, some of the different ideas I've gone through in the last like four months. Um, that'd be interesting to talk about because I've had multiple people ask me like, okay, how do you think through what ideas you want to do? Um, especially right now, since I'm looking at like starting a new business, well, I already have, so I'll get and get to that business at the end, but I actually went through three ideas before that. So I'm gonna go through each of the ideas, kind of what it was, and then why I decided to kind of move away from it. And then maybe we'll actually end on what I ended up deciding to work on. So we're gonna go through some different ideas and and maybe a little bit of my framework and thinking of like, okay, you know, what's a good business idea? What's something that uh, I would do, wouldn't do? I do have a little bit of a framework, so we'll kind of talk through that. And I I think it's, you know, it's kind of really depends on you um, and what you want to do a lot. So I think I think this is a very much like a founder driven kind of question of like what makes sense for you. And so maybe hearing kind of my conditions of like what I want, um, my check boxes, maybe that will help you out a little bit too. So I tweeted about this, you know, these four different ideas. So we'll kind of follow this a little bit as we go through. And then maybe if you're on the YouTube YouTubes, I don't know, is that plural? I don't think so, but uh, we'll also, you'll be able to see kind of what these are, because some of the, some of these ideas, I actually like built something, and there's there's something out there in the world that, you know, people can play with, but I, I basically did that just to prototype and test the idea. So the first one was called Fave, and this this idea was basically creating an affiliate program, but in the crypto world. So kind of the, where this idea came from was, I definitely benefited in my last business potion from having an affiliate program, had a lot of like growth from that. And so when I looked at like Web3 in the crypto landscape, there wasn't like an easy way to like build an affiliate program on crypto rails where, you know, the money's coming through crypto on, on the blockchain and being able to kind of track that and have a kind of a SaaS that handles that all for you. Um, so that you don't really have to think about it, but you can just, you know, with a couple clicks through that tool, add an affiliate program. So that, that's kind of the idea of what Fave was and started like prototyping it out. I, I built like some things to test it out on the like kind of like back end code and stuff to see like, okay, like could I even do this technically? Like what would this look like? And um, then I, I think I talked to almost 15 people, 15 different like project founders and owners of, of different crypto projects to kind of see like, okay, is this a problem? And my response from that was kind of meh, like some of them, it was definitely not like a top priority. Um, but, and that's where I kind of came to like, oh, I don't know if this will really make sense. Um, I even had, uh, I did have, so the one positive was I had a company, uh, it was kind of like a GameFi, you know, all these Web3 <laughs> terminology. It was a GameFi project where they had like a game and they were looking to add an affiliate program actually. So like they were actually in the, in the process of like trying to add an affiliate program themselves. 
and they almost paid me 2k I, this was kind of like what i threw out at them like hey i'll, I'll build this custom for you for two thousand dollars and i had already you know kind of started prototyping it and if if they would have taken that which they were really close it almost happened if they would have done that there's there's a chance that i'd still be more so like working on this idea today and and i think the problem is is i think it's really just too early like i think it's a decent idea um, I think this is a problem in the crypto web three space. It's just, I think it's too early because the problem with affiliate programs is you really need, like you need revenue basically. Like you need some like transaction, some point where the business is making revenue. And so the hard kind of truth of crypto right now is crypto is very early where there's a lot of products out there that they're not, they're not really making money. And, and the other thing is it's, they're different kind of products, right? Cause affiliate is kind of for like, there's an online transaction, you're getting some digital product. The only thing like that really in the NFT world is more so like NFTs, which NFTs aren't doing so hot right now. Um, there are like DeFi projects, you know, buying and selling tokens where you could have kind of an affiliate model for that. And, and maybe you're, you're sharing part of the transaction fees or something like that. But it's a little bit different than like a SaaS where it's like, oh, you, you buy this digital product, you buy the SaaS and you get to share part of that revenue with an affiliate. Um, Cause yeah, a lot of the crypto businesses are kind of either running on venture capital or they're running on some token and kind of how they make money is just like that token having value and them holding part of that token. So it's, it's a little bit weird right now. And I think it's just kind of too early. I think it could be a good idea later, but ultimately because of that reason, I decided to kind of move away from it. But thinking about this as like, oh, is this an idea I'd want to do? First, you know, and, and you'll see with a lot of these ideas, I, you know, I'm really looking to do the crypto world one, because I have had a lot of experience with that in the last couple of years. I'm really interested in it. I think it's a new thing that's like actually going to like get bigger. Like, I think there's going to be some growth, especially in the next couple of years. It is kind of in a, a winter kind of season right now, but I think there's a lot of opportunity there and I I've kind of learned a lot about it. So I think it, that's like the first thing is like, is this something I care about? I'm excited about. Is it like scratching my own itch? Um, and so that's kind of what I was looking for with this. The other thing with this idea I like is there's a lot of examples of an affiliate program like SaaS businesses in the normal like web two space that are bootstrapped businesses. They didn't have to go raise venture capital. It, I think it is very much so like a SaaS kind of business that could grow kind of organically and, and kind of grow it on my own terms, which is definitely what I'm looking to do. Um, and, and the other thing there is it shows like, okay, this is an idea that works. Affiliates, affiliate program services have been working and they make money and it's, it's a real thing. It's just kind of push turning that to a different niche, a different kind of market, the crypto market and just doing it there. And so that's where I, I think I like an idea, something where it's kind of de-risked where it's not like you're doing something completely brand new where it's like, you're the only one out there starting to build this startup and do this thing. It's more like, okay, there's, there's other businesses out there that have showed that something like this works and you're just kind of changing it in a little way. So I think that's the first thing we can look at, at, at from that business. Okay. Second business, another one that I, I flipped switched from is called Tipcast, And so this one was definitely more so just like kind of just having fun, kind of experiment experimenting with something. Um, so I, I joined this community called Farcaster. It's kind of like Twitter, but it's very much so right now, at least for like crypto builders and makers. But other than that, like it's, it's very much like, uh, Twitter, it's kind of built on top of like 
Web3 kind of protocols and stuff. But um, so kind of the idea was, could I make it really easy just to do micro tips? Kind of like going back to like the old like PayPal days where it's like you could just send money over the internet really easily. And crypto, you know, kind of has like the the rails for this, the, the grounds for this. The cool thing with Farcaster is when someone creates an account, everyone kind of connects their wallet. So they all have like their crypto wallet that's connected. And so you kind of have, you, you have like a, a username just like you do on Twitter. Um, but then you have like a wallet connected to that. So it kind of gives this like identity that we don't really have in a lot of crypto circles. It's kind of like this like random wallet that no one really knows who it is. But this is like, oh, these are people you're hanging out with this, in this community that you know. And also you can just like easily find their wallet through their username. So this is kind of what it looks like. This is like a very simple, this is like the, the very first version, you know, just trying to prototype quickly to kind of learn. And I launched this on Farcaster, which is cool. And actually, if you click over here, you can see some of this might be broken, maybe. I don't know, it works. You can see this tipping feed. So you can see all these tips that people did. Um, and it just, this is kind of actually through Farcaster. It's, it's basically just this tip cast bot that will just kind of cast these out, they call it which is kind of like a tweet is a cast. Um, but then you can also see like who, who tipped the most. Um, I actually got tips the most kind of funnily enough. I made $18 in tips through tip cast. So <laughs> that was fun, but you can see all these other people that were getting tips. Um, and then on the tipper board, you can actually see who was tipping the most. And of course I was, I was the one tipping the most as well, but it was kind of cool. So I, I kind of experimented with this idea, threw it out there and out of this, um, I think around $50, maybe almost $100 was tipped to different people within like a couple weeks. Um, so there, you know, it was like, okay, there's something there, but then it, it definitely like died off. And I think some of the learnings from that is like one, like tipping, like I think this could be cool, but like our culture is not really into tipping that much, at least over like the internet yet. Um, and I, I think I at least kind of showed that like crypto can be a solution for this, maybe in the future. Um, you can see here, this is like my profile page. You can kind of just for podcast listeners, like you can easily just like click a couple buttons to pick an amount you want to tip. You do like for this, you do have to have like, you kind of have to know some crypto stuff. So that's why I kind of launched just a crypto people. Like you have to have a wallet already. You have to kind of know how to use that. But the cool thing with crypto is like, you can send these microtransactions for just like a quarter a penny. Like that's the, the amount of the cost to spend it, uh, to send it. So then, you know, you could do like a dollar tip and, and things like that and actually kind of make sense with that. So I was really playing around with that idea and I was kind of seeing like, I could see this like becoming almost like a Venmo or something where ideally people don't even have to know that it's like built on top of crypto, but like the transaction fees and all that is just cheaper. So I think, I think something like this will happen in the future where, building tipping and sending money will actually be cheaper in crypto than it is in like our current financial system um that like this could actually make sense but i decided not to do it or continue to doing it. and the reason being is that i think this is another idea where it's just it's too it's too ambitious of an idea like basically you need like millions of dollars being transacted through your platform if say i was going to take like a 2% fee or something like that on all these transactions, especially with micro transactions. Like you just need a lot of volume coming through for me to even be able to make 
a decent amount of money on this. And so really that means like, I think this model, this business model is not really a bootstrapper friendly model. It's more like a raise a ton of venture capital, go lose money for the next five years as you build this thing out and get it to huge scale. And then once you get it to huge scale, then like you, you know, you, you can kind of have a way to build enough money from it, but you, you need like millions of people using this basically for it to be profitable. And so just like, eh, that, uh, that's definitely not what I want to do, even though it, it was definitely fun kind of playing around with and building and, and interacting with the Farcaster community with this was a lot of fun. But ultimately with that, I decided to, to move on. Okay. So go to our third idea. I'm still kind of in crypto world cause I'm just kind of exploring, trying to figure out and, and actually maybe that would be interesting too. It's like share my process a little bit is, you know, I definitely, when I'm looking for ideas, I'm trying to scratch my own itch. So I'm like seeing like things that come up and a lot of it, a lot of the time it's through like just being on Twitter, um, interacting with different people in, in different communities I'm in. And just like, you kind of run into problems that way. Um, or just like using different tools and things myself, just kind of running into something that's like, okay, why, why isn't, why is this so hard? Or, you know, things like that. So that's definitely how I find problems. Um, so that's, that's kind of the first step. And then whenever I find a problem, I'll typically do like a lot of research first. Like I'll, you know, I'll spend multiple days like looking into potential competitors, looking into like, how are people solving this online? Like right now. And, and that's the awesome thing about online businesses is I feel like you can learn a lot without really having to talk to too many people <laughs> to start. Like you can just do a lot of research, go on Reddit, go on different forums, see like what people are doing. Um, and kind of, through that kind of get more of an idea like, okay, maybe this makes sense. And then like at that point, either depending on the idea, I'll, I'll try to actually like reach out to people and like have conversations kind of like I did with Fave where I'll like try to talk to 10, 15 different people and, and hear their experience with the problem. Or maybe I'll start like, uh, like decide like, oh, I can just like make a little prototype in a week. Maybe I'll just do that and uh, then kind of go from there. So there's, those are, that's kind of my process. Like it's like almost a couple weeks. I mean, if I like the idea, I'll spend a couple weeks on it. And then from that kind of decide like, eh, I don't want to keep doing this or maybe there's actually something there. So that's kind of what I did with all these different ideas. So my bag here, just looking really quickly is kind of this idea to, I think there's this problem in crypto where everyone has like a wallet, but they don't necessarily want to share it because they don't want to share it publicly because then it's like you can see how much money they have. You can see exactly what they're doing because everything's public on the blockchain. At the same time, like kind of the whole idea around crypto is like we kind of need to be transparent so that you know like, oh, this person isn't like trying to scam me or this person isn't like trying to um, get you to buy some token or project that they're in. So like there's different things that can happen that aren't great when people aren't very upfront and public about kind of what their holdings are. And so this was kind of an idea of like, can I fix that problem? Just making it really easy for people to show the different tokens and cryptos that they hold, but not make them show their wallets that they hold. It's like, here's actually my, my bag. For example, it shows, these are some of the crypto tokens that I hold. These are some of like the NFTs I hold. So like people can kind of see those. And so maybe you'll, then kind of know some of my bias or something like that. And then, but I can like hide my wallet. So you don't actually know unless I decide like this one, I decided to make this one public. So you can go click through and actually look through this wallet and actually really see. Um, but anyways, this one was just kind of another fun one. It's like, it's hard with these ideas like this to like figure out 
like, how would you actually make money from this? Like, you know, it's just kind of tricky. Like my thought with this was, um, you know, basically you just have to get tons of people to create accounts and then do ads or something like that and do kind of a, a big like website traffic kind of play. And it just didn't seem like there were some other things out there that do similar kind of already. Um, there's a lot of other ideas I had with this, even just the idea of like this connects your bag to your Twitter account. So there's kind of like a connection to your real social profile there that I thought were interesting. But ultimately, like, again, I think this is probably a hard idea to actually make good money from. And so that's kind of like, I had fun kind of building it, playing around with it. Um, even with some of these ideas, I like learned some new technology. Like I learned how to use Superbase with this project. Um, and even for that, like it was, it was pretty valuable just to like play around with some new stuff and, and learn how to build things maybe in a better way. So there's other learnings, which is great, but yeah, I decided not to, to go on with that one. Um, Okay, so let's go to this list. So I tweeted this out. I'm looking for my next idea after selling my last business. Here's my checklist. Maybe you could use something similar. Um, and so this is like a very like very kind of picky checklist of like things that I'd like my next business to have, attributes, characteristics I'd like it to have. Um, and I, I think it's funny because I think the the more you do entrepreneurship stuff, I think the more picky you get in some ways. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to run a business that I really don't like. Um, like I, I really want to like this business and I really want to potentially do this business for a while. So that's even my first thing here. So, something I could see myself running for the next 10 years. Um, I guess I'll just read through the list. I can start build it all by myself, can run hundred percent bootstrap, has optionality, potential to go raise money, um, so I, I like the optionality one. Like I, I want to run a business where I could run it at my own pace and like that would be a successful, potential su successful outcome. Or I could go raise some money if I, I think that makes sense. Like I don't want to, I don't want to run a business where I'm very pigeonholed into like a strategy of like, oh, I got to go raise a ton of money or there's like no chance because of the competition there and it's just not going to work. So that's why I have that one there. Can't be built on top of another platform. Product price can't be below $100. That one is, you know, I'm probably going to break that one. Um, most likely <laughs> I think that one, I think for a SAS, I would, if I was going to do a SAS, I'd definitely do that one. And that's kind of the funny thing is that the idea, which I'll share about in a second here that I actually landed on isn't a SAS. And so that already kind of makes it break some of these in a way. Um, but, but I think, I think it's still good in a lot of these, um, no physical products scratches my own itch something i'd use myself i've already kind of talked about why why that is that why that's the thing for me web app no mobile or desktop apps this one i'm kind of picky on like i feel like mobile apps are just they're hit or miss one usually mobile apps are for consumers which is a lot harder to build a business selling to consumers um and two like most people only have like 20, you know, 20, 30 mobile apps on their phone. And they're usually like the big companies, you know, of, so it's like, it's hard to get a bootstrapped business, I think off the ground based on a mobile app. The other thing is like, I just like web development way more. I, I used to do mobile development and it's, it's just not as fun. It's not as fast. You have to like go through the whole Apple submission process. It just takes a lot of time has customers. I enjoy being with. I just, I can describe my target's customer problem. I can reach the target customer through SEO and word of mouth. That one I like because I don't want to have to be on a treadmill of like creating things all the time just to get new people in the door. I like, I like how passive, you know, SEO is more passive. So I really like that one. Don't need to worry about competing with well-funded startups. Um, so I think some people miss, 
read what I'm trying to say here that like, I just don't want any competition. Like, I think you need competition because that shows, oh, there's actually like, there's demand for this. Like there's other people trying to solve this problem. Like it's a real problem. So I think if you, if you go to somewhere where you have no competition, that's probably, that could be a bad sign. But what I kind of mean here is that like, I don't want to build in a niche or in a problem space where there's like huge startups with millions of dollars raised that are like competing against me where they have way more resources. It needs to be something where I see a way where I can differentiate in a way where I, I have the ability to run this business successfully just by myself. Like if, if I don't, you know, hire people or do anything like that, like I, I that this kind of goes back, I think to having optionality. Um, and so being yeah basically i i definitely think i'll have competitors but just not like ones that i'm like oh i can't compete with because they're way too big or whatever is fun to build and run even when i start out with no users i think this one's important just because you know it could be a long road to get something going and i need to be okay with that and i think this helps if if i really have fun building the product and i enjoy it something that won't consume my life i can be relaxed doing it something that makes me stay up late thinking about it in the early stages um so yeah, this is kind of like, I don't want to build a monster business. I want to build a business I really enjoy that I like. And that's, um, you know, I, I like, it's, it's kind of fun if you stay up late sometimes because you're so excited about some ideas you have about a business. So I like that. I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, I don't want this business to be like, for me to make this work, I have to spend a hundred percent of my time working on this business. Cause I do, I do have like a family. I do have kids. I do want to do a good job in some of my other areas of life. So anyways, that's the list. And so now let's see, I'm just going to check real quick. I think my, yeah, my, my recording is still going. So we're, we're good there. Um, okay. So now drum roll to the actual idea that I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty certain I'm, I'm, I mean, I have for the last two months, like this is going to be the idea that I'm working on. Maybe, maybe, maybe soon I find, I don't want to do it anymore, but I don't know. I I'm liking it so far and it's a problem that I, I, care about. And so it's called trust score. So trustscore.gg. So kind of the idea with this is, well, I guess first the problem that this is solving is that there's a lot of hacks and scams in crypto. Maybe you've heard about that in the news, I, I bet. And in some ways that's what gives crypto a bad rap is it's just kind of scammy. There's lots of hacks. There's lots of issues. And, you know, I like crypto and seeing through that, like I see the positive, I see that like, okay, this is like a, a pretty big new technology. I think it's gonna change a lot of things, but it's very immature in how it is right now. And so this is kind of like, can I build a website that helps even fix some of those problems? Um, and so like my H1 here says, find trustworthy Web3 projects or spot the bad ones. So this more or less is trying to create a website that indexes all these different crypto projects and tells you the information you need to know to know how risky something is, or maybe that this thing could be scammy. Like what are the red flags about this thing? Um, and so that's kind of the idea to like help, help people using crypto projects, investors or users, help them know um, how trustworthy a project is and kind of help them do their due diligence. So this is kind of the first start of the website. Um, it's, it's kind of rough. I just have like a list of these different DeFi apps, which stands for Defi uh, Decentralized Finance. And so it just kind of lists these different apps. And then when you click into them, it just kind of gives, right now it's very simple, gives some high level information like, you know, how much money is in this project that's called the TVL. Um, 
how like has there been any hacks of this project like i think that's one kind of data point to kind of give like okay maybe there's some issues here like they've had hacks in the past and then it kind of lists their audits an audit is basically where like a professional team comes and reviews the code the smart contracts of the project and they kind of find issues and they help them change it and make it better and just be like all right this this is looking good and so i just have like a list of all the audits you can actually click off to the pdfs to read those if you want but anyways this is like a really rough start to trying to solve this problem like it's really not solving it at all but it kind of shows the idea is to show information about these different crypto projects kind of like an explorer we can kind of explore projects but then in the process you kind of have a lens of trustworthiness like how trustworthy is this thing and so there's going to be a lot of different data points that i'm going to add to this to kind of give people kind of like a cheat sheet kind of a cheat sheet of how trustworthy this thing is um, and so that's kind of that's kind of the idea and so how i'm going to make money is basically just build get a lot of traffic like i just need to get a lot of traffic and then i'm gonna have crypto projects or companies sponsor probably probably the companies will hopefully be in like the safety kind of realm like companies that are are you know selling to people that care about protecting themselves in crypto that that would be the ideal but yeah basically companies that want to sponsor the site and so to do that i need i need to probably get you know 100 200 views a month kind of on the low end to at least kind of start making revenue make a business that that works um kind of how i'm pulling those numbers from is i there's a similar you know there's there's similar websites that do parts of this um, and that's going back to like i want to find an idea that's not like completely solving a you know a completely new idea you know there's lots of websites that give data on different projects and they kind of show like how it's trading and the token the token and like user um usage and things like that so there are websites out there that do parts of this i'm kind of trying to do that but then also more so focus this on the trustworthiness part so that's like my differentiation but when i go and look at some of those websites that are doing similar things they charge fifty dollars per thousand views so that means i need to get to a hundred thousand views a month to make a business that's making around five thousand dollars a month um, and so that's kind of how I'm thinking about it, how I'm looking at it. Um, so I have a bit of work to do. Um, and I think this idea is, it's kind of ambitious. Like it takes time to get a website to those numbers, I think. Um, and I could even see it taking like a year or something to just like getting the traffic up, getting the, the, the website going. Um, and, and like, I'm going to have to like talk to sponsors and, and get people to, want to sponsor on it so i think it's going to take time and, and even just collecting all this data and, and making this website which is you know going to be free to people um it's going to take time just to get that going um but kind of going back to my list i think this fits some things uh, a lot of things on my list because one it's like it's scratching my own, own itch it's actually a problem i really care about um like i would really like to see this get better in the crypto world and and i enjoy crypto um it's you know it's not a product that i'm selling you know so that's it's kind of breaking that rule in a way but most likely the ad spots that i'm selling you know could be eventually be going for thousands of dollars that i'm selling to a company so in a way it, it kind of does fit that in some way one of the big ones is i i really could see myself doing this for like the next 10 years like i think that's actually possible um, i also really like that it's not built on top of a platform like i feel like i have a lot of control of this 
Um, and then the other thing I like with this idea is, you know, it's starting out as just like a distribution play, just like getting a lot of traffic. But once I have that traffic, I feel like distribution is like the hard part in businesses nowadays. And so once I have all that distribution, then I have just a ton of options of like, maybe I make like an info course on how to like protect yourself and stay safe when investing in crypto and I sell that. Or maybe I then do add like a, a SaaS product um, that just like helps people stay safe in some way or, or gives them extra day or, or extra data. Maybe it's like a, a pro version of trust score or something like that. So I think there's just a lot of options where I could take this once I've kind of grown it out to have some good distribution. And so I'm excited about that. I think it's a business that would be fun, fun to build. Um, so that's like important. And also like, I'd like to get to the point where I could build out a team. So I feel like there's definitely some places I could have help for this, like even having like editors and people that are kind of helping make sure the data is good and validating things. Um, I could, you know, it's a little bit of like a, a media play. Like it's, it's like a data website, but it's kind of like media too. So I could see like having writers that are writing good, like breakdowns of projects with trustworthiness in mind. I could eventually see like doing like a YouTube channel, which I, I kind of like creating videos and things like that. Um, that's built around these, this kind of content. So there's a lot of things with it that I like where I think I'd really enjoy running this kind of business. And that's why, you know, it, it really hits a lot of my checks checkboxes actually, even though it isn't a SaaS right now. Um, so yeah, that is, that is trust score and that's kind of, uh, the new beginnings, hopefully to a business that we'll see, we'll see if this works. I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking how much like sharing in public I want to do, uh, with this idea, you know, with my last business potion, I did a lot of building in public and I really enjoy building in public. And I think some of the biggest values and benefits of it is kind of just like building a network, like getting connected with the people that could help with your business and, and learning from them. Um, so I think it's valuable in that way. I think there has been more like downsides people have talked about with like people kind of, uh, you know, copycatting ideas and things like that. In some ways, I think with this idea, I'm not as worried about that one because I feel like people are down on crypto right now and I just, I don't know. It's kind of an ambitious, hard idea. I don't feel like many other indie hackers would want to take this on because it's just going to take so much time just to get it going, I feel like. But I don't know. So I think I might do some more building in public again. Um, I'm definitely going to share things on this podcast. Like I said, if you have any questions for me, reach out and ask questions because that's probably where my uh, different ideas for uh, doing new podcast episodes would come from. So let me know. But this has been fun kind of walking through this uh, with you. And uh, I have a lot of work to do, so I should probably get to that. Uh, thank you for listening and watching on YouTube. I'll see you in another episode.